Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inside Support Driven Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tran. And today we have a special guest, Noren, who's a longtime member of the community. Noren came to me with an idea for an article on supportdriven.com that was inspired by our conversation in our leadership channel. I asked her to have this conversation on the podcast so that we can share how ideas turn into outlines and eventually into articles on supportdriven.com. So welcome to the show, Nora. Hi, thanks for having me. Can you share the origin story for this idea? So it actually came from one of the other community members in Support Driven who started a thread in the leadership channel. And she had asked, or she'd said that she had been told by her CEO to come up with ideas for how to save money or increase monthly revenue in support. And so she was trying to look for different ideas around projects and things that she could do. It was one of those requests from a CEO that was pretty stressful. It's a pretty hefty thing to have to come up with. And I think that's often the temptation to like to come up with the easiest, most obvious solutions, like process optimization, that kind of that kind of response. And I think a lot of the responses and actually the conversation that it started was like one of those extremely valuable conversations that I was like, we have to save this somehow because the quality of the content that was so useful and so valuable and I could see it for me personally being useful and valuable in my job. Yeah, so that's where it started. Can you share a little bit about your job and how this conversation was relevant to it? Mm -hmm. So I'm the customer support lead at a company called Komoot and we have a mobile app. And being the lead there, I'm responsible for basically everything that's under the support umbrella. We are a pretty small team at this stage and we're scaling quite rapidly this year. Across the whole company, we're scaling pretty much in all departments. But especially from the support side, I came into it with the hope of setting up real structure around support and helping the team really develop in a way that's like that's most valuable for the team and most useful for the company and so it was the first time I'd say that I've been in a position where I'm the sole decision maker about how we spend money and what we do and where we optimize and how we prioritize different things and it's been I wouldn't call it a struggle but it's been a really interesting experience for me in the sense of trying to figure out what are the things that I really want to invest the company's money into and where are those things and how can I demonstrate like the value of that, uh, why it's worth the company spending money in that direction. So I think for me on the personal level, it was useful from from that side. And then obviously there's always a side of how do you justify that to your boss, um, whoever you report to, because you have to somehow always make the case when you want to hire more people or when you want to invest in a new tool of some kind, even if you work in an environment where it's relatively easy to get funding for that kind of for that kind of thing it's always nice to feel like you're making the best decision possible from all sides and so out of this conversation what kind of article do you want to write that was inspired by this conversation originally i was focused on summarizing the conversation and touching on all of the salient points that were had been talked about and now the more i work on it and the more i outline it and the more i think of what's the actual purpose of it and what do I want to achieve with it the more I see value in giving it a little bit more of a direction in terms of more of a personal perspective and an idea for people to make it practical to them because I think that's ultimately what's most helpful about articles in general it's nice to read the theory but it's only when you can really take lessons from it that you can apply in what you do that it's actually a valuable exercise so what do you want people to get from reading this article I want them to feel like if they do have a similar problem or if they are in the position where they are making a lot of decisions around uh, money and spending and also having to argue for money and spending, that they 
are able to make the case for it in the best possible way and that they themselves feel as confident as possible within that decision, uh, with the decision that they're making and what they're spending their money on as they can be. Okay. And so the idea is to really give not directly guidance, but some different aspects or different perspectives so you can think about it, which you can then use to build a stronger case for yourself personally, but also for other people. Let's take a step back and be very specific about who's this article for. Is it for the, the people running the companies? Is it for the people who are running the support teams? Who is it for? I would very much say it's for people who are pretty much on my level or who, like, depending on what level they're support department is at or a little bit higher in terms of head of support director of support that kind of position where you are also in that position to make decisions around budgeting hiring uh forecasting and so on maybe choosing tools deciding options deciding strategy yeah exactly is this an article to help people see different strategies that are available to them or different ways to think about money? Is this an article advocating a particular way and how do you promote and, and sell this idea to your leadership? I think it's more, it gives you like a toolkit or potential different ways. Mm -hmm. And then you will have to then pick the one that makes the most sense for your particular environment and your particular situation. Because I think a lot of the time when it comes to, for example, deciding what project mm -hmm. you really want to invest in from an efficiency perspective, let's say you, you have the goal of becoming more efficient. Mm -hmm. You can't really make that decision unilaterally or you can't generally say, okay, it's always good to focus on this. I think it, you have to somehow try and present information in a way that is for people, that people can adjust to their own personal situations and their own circumstances. And so I'd say it's more of like, different perspectives and different ways that you could tackle the same problem. Okay. So would this be an article that kind of shares different ways to make the case for, you know, for your strategy, for your choice? Yes, exactly. And honestly, a lot of the content that came out of that thread was also just around, these are some of the ways that you could use or some of the, the data points that mm -hmm. you could look for to be able okay. to make the case. But then it always depends what kind of industry you're working in, what kind of team size you have, how much money you have, um, what your general budget looks like. So do you see this article being a guideline or a template on how to make the case for different strategies, whether you're making the case to be more efficient or whether you're making the case to hire more people? Um, yes, exactly. Do you see making the case for those different things? Would the same set of guidelines work for advocating for hiring more? And would that same guideline also work for making the case to bring in a new tool? I think so. I think fundamentally what you need to have in terms of alignment and agreement across the company is what are the things, like what's your actual focus when it comes to spending money and what's important to you as a company when right. it comes to spending money. And I think if you're aligned on that with your leadership, then pretty much how you approach making the case for certain things is going to be the same. But if you first have to have the initial agreement on, we do want to spend money on people's development, for example, then you have to sort out that discussion first and make sure you're on the same page there before you can start advocating for spending money in that direction. Okay. With this article, do you think there's an opportunity to share a personal experience of making the case or do you see it as more, here's a bunch of good ideas and you're going to have to pick and choose yeah. you know, for whatever's going to work best for you? I think I will include all of the ideas that came up and then talk personally about the ones that I have 
direct experience with. For example, with something like process optimization or with mm-hmm. self-service, both of those are areas that I'm pretty sure almost everyone across mm-hmm. the support space has some experience with. Right. And so those are ones that you can include personal experience with as well. But then with others, it really depends. One of the points that I would like to include is this idea of pitching an MVP version of mm-hmm. what you want to do and then trying to test it. And this is something that I haven't done this yet, but I immediately jumped on the idea because it's something that I now want to do with my own team. So in some ways, yes, in some ways, no. Yeah, I think that's fine because not everything has to be from your personal experience, right? There are just good ideas that you want to to try or that you think might be helpful to to people out there that's definitely worth sharing. It's going to be helpful for you to help people understand what those ideas are and potentially where you think they should be used or not used. Is it always a good idea to you know, do an MVP or what are the circumstances, right? That you think would be great to, to take that approach. Yeah, exactly. And I think sometimes you come across these things that are inspirational by themselves. Mm -hmm. So you hear it and you immediately go, Hey, that's an amazing idea. I could do that. And then others, you're like, that's a great idea, but it doesn't help me with what I'm doing right now. So even though it's cool, I I guess I'll, I'll leave that. So I think there's One of the fun things I guess I find about writing is this point where you bring different ideas together and then you try and structure them for people so that they can take something useful from them. So the way the process we're developing for supportdriven.com works is we start with a pitch, have a conversation like this through it, and then we've got an outline document for you to fill out. And then that turns into a draft. And then we'll connect you to our peer review program, which are people in the community who you know, look at your draft and give you feedback before it gets published. So that way, any questions that they have, you'll hear. Any things that they really like about it, you'll hear. That way, you're getting feedback from real people because the peer reviewers represent the audience. And and then you can tune and update your article to based on their feedback. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a super useful experience. I think it's it's hard to get. It's always easy in some ways. You just send it to someone who, whose feedback you trust and then you ask for their perspective. But I think it's nice to have it structured and to, to have direct or specific questions and specific things that people are looking for from it, which makes it help, more helpful. Do you feel like you've got enough information to take this to the next uh, stage in developing the article? Yeah, it's definitely helpful to talk it out loud with someone one as well it's not something i do very often uh, but i think it's a really nice part of the process i love talking about these ideas out loud it's fun it's neat to go from like an abstract idea hey this is a good topic this is interesting to now that we've had this conversation i feel like i have a better sense of where this could go and how this could show up on the website so thank you so much for having this talking this through on the podcast and being open to recording this and sharing this with the community. So Noren, where can people find out more about you? So anyone's totally welcome to reach out to me on Slack. My handle's Noren there as well. You can find me quite easily. And I am currently blogging on the talesofmanagement.com where you can find some of my other writings.